Good morning. It is Friday, August the 30th, 2019. I'm James Briarton from Charlotte, and we are tracking Hurricane Dorian. This is a special edition of the Carolina Weather Group podcast. The update from the National Hurricane Center, as of 11 p.m. last night, maximum sustained winds of 105 miles an hour, making the storm a Category 2. It's moving only at 12 miles an hour to the northeast. It's going to be continuing to move very, very slowly, and that is the big takeaway on this Friday morning. We are looking at a life-threatening flood situation for the Bahamas and parts of Florida as we head into early next week. We should warn you, even this far out, still four or five days from a potential landfall, we still have some uncertainty on exactly where the landfall will be. But regardless of the exact path, we know that much of the southeast will be seeing rain from this event next week. And again, we are looking at life-threatening flooding for portions of the Bahamas and Florida. The storm is going to be intensifying to a major hurricane status. That's Category 3 or greater, meaning winds of 110 miles an hour or greater some point later on today, and is still forecast to intensify all the way up to a Category 4 hurricane before it ultimately makes landfall somewhere in Florida. The time frame for all of this has changed slightly as we are continuing to track this storm, and again, we are detecting a slower momentum with this storm. It is now north of Puerto Rico and continuing to move again to the northeast. We're expecting it to be over the northern Bahama Islands Sunday and Monday, which puts an estimated landfall in Florida now somewhere in the Tuesday time frame. It will continue to linger over Florida into Wednesday, where we anticipate at some point it will make a right-hand turn to the north. When and where that happens is key and still frankly unknown. If it happens over the Gulf of Mexico or over the east coast of Florida near the Atlantic Ocean, the storm might have a chance to regain some strength and feed off of that water before ultimately flirting with other portions of the southeast, which again could include Georgia, ports of North Carolina or parts of South Carolina. If that turn happens directly over Florida and the core of the circulation, that center eye, stays over land more. That means that when the rain in the center of circulation ultimately gets to other portions of the southeast, the storm would be a lot weaker. We are anticipating that the storm will weaken as it comes ashore in Florida. Uh, so we are not talking a scenario here where we're talking about a major hurricane in the Carolinas. That is not the case. We will expect it to weaken after it comes ashore. But exactly when it makes that turn and where it makes that turn will determine exactly what type of situation will be playing out outside of Florida. Uh, that would come mid to late next week, so we still have some time. If you live in the Carolinas, if you live in Georgia, if you live in the panhandle of Florida, you should continue to monitor this situation as we are still several days out, and the track could shift and will shift as we continue to get new data in. If you live along the eastern coast of Florida, from Jacksonville through the Space Coast down to Miami, it's time now to start putting that hurricane plan in place as we we are continuing to look at a consensus here of a hurricane landfall some point next week on the east coast of Florida. So to recap, we are expecting this storm to grow to a major hurricane status, a Category 3 with sustained winds of 110 miles an hour some point today on this Friday. We will continue to have updates on the storm right here on the Carolina Weather Group podcast feed. And uh, coming up after this short break, we'll actually take a look at your forecast for today across the Carolinas, because despite all of this tropical news, 
we are in for a fairly pleasant day here in the Carolinas. But first... Welcome back. So again, despite all that tropical news, we have a fairly nice day in store across the Carolinas as we get going on this Friday morning. Temperatures here in Charlotte are in the 60s. We're in the 50s as you make your way into the foothills, into the mountains, 55 in Asheville. Columbia, you're at 60. Charleston, you're in the 70s. A similar story as we make our way up the coast to Wilmington, 66, New Bern, about 61, and in the 60s in Raleigh as well, too. We do have an air quality alert in effect for Charlotte. So that means that those who are sensitive to air quality, that might be the elderly or the very young, might want to limit their time outside today with an afternoon high of about 88. We won't have any rain in the forecast across much of the Carolinas. 83 degrees will be your afternoon high in Asheville. Columbia, you're expected to crest into the 90s today. Charleston, about 88, a few degrees uh, cooler there. We will be watching for a coastal flood. High tide, 9 p.m. You have a coastal flood advisory in effect, maybe a stray shower or so, but the big story, of course, there will be watching for street flooding, especially in the downtown district. Raleigh, afternoon high of 88, same in New Bern, and if you're in Wilmington or Myrtle Beach, 87 and 86 will be your afternoon high temperatures there. Again, stay subscribed to the Carolina Weather Group here in our audio feed and on social media. We will have updates on the tropics and on your forecasts as you uh, head into work on this Friday morning or maybe into school. We appreciate you listening and uh, we'll have news updates and weather updates as the situation continues to warrant. But until then, I'm James Briarton in Charlotte. We do hope that you have a very nice Friday. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you back here again real soon.